previously on the Twistcast. Last time on the Twistcast, we talked about one thing and one thing only, pretty much, and that was Spider-Man: Far From Home. That's right. Great movie. I would definitely recommend seeing it. Spiderman. Spiderman. Spooderman. Spoonman. Spoonman. Yeah. No. I'm not going to evolved really quickly. Oh yeah. Always does. Anyway, that's what was on the last podcast, and now we're here. So for this week, guys, I'm Sam. Time works. I'm Mike, and I'm Jesse. (laughs) So, (laughs) time travel expert Jesse. (laughs) You should have hired me to write for fucking Endgame. (laughs) Endgame, The Flash, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, anything involving time travel. I feel like The Flash they at least put a little bit more effort into it. (laughs) Anyway. So as always, we are going to get started with the news. And guys, uh, at the time of this recording, um, San Diego Comic-Con is going on. Hi. All the big shit is going to be happening tomorrow. Most likely. There could be be real shit going on right now. I'm just not. Yeah. My phone is off. Based on that, you'll be hearing nothing about it tonight. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Correct. So (laughs) if you want to hear about it, listen to our next podcast. Uh, so before I get started, I want to say a big thank you to everyone who's ever listened to our podcast. We just talked about it a little bit beforehand. Um, we have been like listened to a lot, like more than I could have ever hoped this soon <laughs> into us doing this podcast. So the Very biggest, true. most heartfelt thank you from all of us to all of you. You guys are the best. Keep doing what you're doing. You will be rewarded for it in the near future. I hope. Uh, <laughs> so they don't promise things. <laughs> That's why I said I hope. And right. if there if there's something that you would like us to be doing that we're not doing, uh, we would genuinely like to know because we're just doing shit. Yeah, yeah, and apparently it's working. So <laughs> somewhat, we, it could be that keep doing what you're doing, boy, type of thing, uh, or, or 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 stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> we'll make it work immediately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hopping into the news, start as always with comic books. Uh, Superboy, uh, being Jonathan Kent. Uh, mm-hmm. who's now like a teenager, um, because comics. Uh, Booster Gold and Tommy Tomorrow will be joining Legion of Superheroes, which will launch this fall. Joy. Uh, Jason Aaron, uh, this 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 is for me. Uh, I don't care if you guys hear this or not. Jason Aaron promises Moon Knight plans in the upcoming Avengers stories, uh, which <laughs> makes me incredibly happy. Wow. Because uh, I love Moon Knight. Um. There will be a weekly event in the Marvel Universe where the Marvel Universe becomes infected in what's being called Contagion. Um, it will be, take place over in October, uh, and it will feature uh, street-level heroes. The Thing, Iron Fist, Luke Cage. Luke Cage! Sorry. I'm sorry, The Thing is a street-level hero? Uh, <laughs> uh, Yancey Street, man. He reps the Y all day. Uh, Jessica Jones, and of course, my boy Moon Knight. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, uh, and thank you, Mike, for blowing out your microphone. Well, I, I'm watching this now. I, and I don't fun. know anything about AV, but like <laughs> that's, loud. That, that's not good. <laughs> I see things turning red, and yeah, it should be turning red. That's my fault. Uh, Marvel's Comic Con merch will include um, an amazing tribute to America's ass. <laughs> I can't wait to see what this stuff looks like, oh, but God. I'm very excited. Uh, Storm Mystique and Dark Phoenix Barbies are part of Mattel, uh, Marvel and Mattel's collaboration for Marvel's 80th anniversary. Okay. Um, I sure. like it. Interesting enough. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys are going to love this next one. DC's Black Label will explore the Joker and the Questions inner workings in two new series. One called Joker Killer Smile and the other one will be called The Question, The Deaths of Vic Sage. Um, so once they're done, you know, if possibly on time, uh, we'll talk about those. <laughs> Oh, there's some shit coming up with that. Has there ever been um, a DC comic delivered on time? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Not where I was going with it, but also, yeah. Um, No, but wouldn't wouldn't it make a whole lot of sense to have the greatest detective? I'm not saying the. I'm not saying Batman. I'm going towards the question on this one. Wouldn't it make sense to have a question series where he investigates who the Joker is? It would be fun. Like, he could get to some real shit with that, I think. Maybe. Or he'd go insane trying to figure it out. <laughs> Which would make for a really good comic. 
Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how, how far that would go. Uh, oh, my eyes bugging out because I'm freaking out a little bit right now. That would be intense. <laughs> for sure. Uh, former Fantastic Four and Avengers writer and future X-Men writer Jonathan Hickman says that it's a big mistake that Marvel Comics takes cues from Marvel Studios. Yeah, mm. I did see something about this earlier. So basically the gist is that he's saying that we create the content that they adapt. It we shouldn't be, be adapting yeah. content that we've already created that they're adapting. Because then you're just it's you're just filtering piss at that point. Like it's not it's not as good. And I kind of agree with them. Like, yeah, I don't like you keep you write your stories as your stories. You don't worry about making Spider-Man's costume match Spider-Man. You don't worry about making the ex- like you don't need to tell a Dark Phoenix story at the same time Dark Phoenix comes out. Like, that's just foolish. Um, and foolhardy. Yes. Yes. Now, if you want to take like the MCU stuff and put it into like a separate series, that's different. Yeah. I'm but cool don't like take your main series and try and adapt it. Absolutely. Um, DC announced a new Birds of Prey comic series featuring Harley Quinn, yeah. <laughs> uh, Harley Quinn, Black Canary, and Huntress. Sponsored by Fight Milk. <laughs> <laughs> For all you Always Sunny fans uh, out there. <laughs> uh, so I kind of wanted to, uh, yeah, I'll say that next part. I'll say that next part. <laughs> um, so moving on to Worlds of DC. Worlds. Uh, a few things here. Uh, Arrow producer Mark Guggenheim teased a green and brown suit that doesn't quite belong to Ollie, um, which is interesting. The brown be- belongs inside. <laughs> it really does, because <laughs> uh, he gets scared shitless, because he's just an archer. Motherfucker should have worn his brown pants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of Arrow, Arrow promotes Catherine N- McNamara for the final season to a season regular. Um, so I think they're doing more stuff in the future. Eh. Sure. Um, Arrow will also resurrect two big characters for season eight, uh, both Adrian Chase and Tommy Merlin. Um, Tommy, I can see, but why Adrian? Uh, he's probably one of their best villains. Like, okay, all time. Sure. Uh, I, I they said it's going to be completely different takes on both characters, which is kind of what makes it sort of interesting at the very least. We'll see. I want to see uh, Malcolm come back because I love John Barrowman. Yeah, he's kind of the best. He's a really good Twitter, our Instagram follow, too. Um, just hilarious. Uh, Brandon Routh will suit up as Superman alongside Tyler Hooklin. What? Uh, I literally show, just saw that before we yeah, started recording. What? To show Superman at different points in time during Crisis on Infinite Earths. I mean, he, wow. he's already he, doing he, stuff for yeah. Legends, so yeah, why yeah. not? He's, he's already been Superman, so wow. I think it's it's a cool take. Um, speaking of Crisis, that will take place over five episodes, three in December, two in January. Yeah, I think we mentioned that before. Oh, well, I think we all we thought it was going to be all during December. No, I think we talked about it being broken up. Okay. I don't remember. Anyway, it's a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. So this one, I got to go, DC fucks up again! Uh, so according to the director, Joker is not a comic book movie mm-hmm. and will not be influenced by any comics whatsoever. Correct mundo. I don't like that at all. I do. Um, and here's why I don't like it. DC Studios. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time. DC like, Studios, to this point, has been basing it on comic stuff, so maybe this change is good? I don't know, man. <laughs> like, if you didn't get the comic book stuff right, I don't know that i trust you. Maybe they're not good at adapting stuff. Uh, maybe? I, I don't I don't know. But, I like, I would also feel really bad if, you know, we build up this movie to be really good, and then it doesn't adapt a story... And you've then burned Joaquin Phoenix, which that performance looks like is going to be pretty good. And you burn it Listen, on a shit gonna, movie. The guy's going to be okay. We'll he's see. Gonna, he's going to be okay if if Joker bombs. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't give a fuck about his finances or his reputation. I'm concerned about me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about them. I want to enjoy a product. <laughs> At the end, I want to stop being. I want to be able to stop seeing DC fucks up again. Yeah. You know, but. I mean, fuck up's going to keep fucking up, <laughs> and it's not looking like it's getting any better. Yeah. 
I really don't hear a DC does greatly in uh, no. in reverb. No, I don't hear it. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> um, Batman Hush will be premiering this weekend at San Diego Comic Con. Um, I wish I was there. <laughs> uh, this is kind of sad. Um, Titans shut down production after their special effects coordinator was killed during a stunt. Yeah. Um, so I read uh, that today. Yeah. Our, our our thoughts, prayers, and whatnot go to, to wife, that guy's wife, and two sons, four and six years old. Ooh, that's that's rough. Just to make it a little bit more real. <laughs> that's 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 really awful. Um, yeah. So you know, all all positive vibes to that family right now. They're in this tough time. Um, speaking of Titans, uh, there will reportedly be Blackfire, Starfire's sister, um, featured in season two. I feel like that season two cast is getting a little Huge? too big now. Yeah, like it's getting crazy. So I'm I'm hoping that they extend it past the ten Sounds episodes. Sounds like they're ramping up for a cancellation. <laughs> <laughs> so I think with the expanded cast, you have to do more episodes. But what I hope is less problems behind the scenes and a complete storyline like we didn't get with season one. Because that shit just kind of ended. We're like, what the fuck? This doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you already have your work cut out for you just jumping back in from that. Uh, DC Universe will stay as is and will not merge into HBO Max for now. Okay. So, that's a that's good thing. That's pretty cool. That's I a like very it. good thing. Yeah. Especially considering the quality of, of shows they've been putting out, man. Like, I, I have no complaints, especially about honestly Swamp Thing, man. Oh, my God. I've been talking to a good amount of people, um, just about random, uh, random like comic book services like Comic Exposure, Marvel, um, Unlimited, DC Universe, and a lot of people seem to think that the DCU app is their favorite for reading comics. It is. It's actually pretty damn good. Like, look, so as much as the movie studio fucks things up, that app, and I mean, it's it like, <laughs> they don't pay us. <laughs> I wish they did. Um, I love that app. I'm on that app two to three, four times a week. Yeah, you I'm know? on every day. Like, you know, I'm constantly consuming content on that app, and it's great. Like, I watched Young Justice earlier today, and from there I segued straight into Justice League and picked up where I left off from whatever episode I was watching. Yeah. It's one with Felix Faust, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they first go back to Themyscira. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's just, it's super convenient and the content is good. Um, and the original stuff is super adult content. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's there's no way that it's not. Uh, speaking of DC Universe, you can watch a remastered HD version of Batman Beyond Season 1 starting August 23rd. What? Yes. Yep. And I can't wait because it looks good. Like I saw they, they did a side by side on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I it's, want this." That's one of the things that, like, when we first signed up for the app, I went right for Batman Beyond. So did I. And when <laughs> I pulled it up on my high definition TV, and it was in four by three ratio, <laughs> I was like, "This shit needs to be sixteen by nine. And it will be. Lo and behold, it will. I like nice. It. Moving on to MCU and their TV stuff. Uh, John Wick, uh, one of the writers for John Wick, actually joined the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier series for Disney+. Plus. Really? Okay. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, as pretty much expected by all of us, I think we all said it at least once over the last couple of months, next summer, season seven will be the last for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I still could swear that six was supposed to be the last. <laughs> no, it was supposed to be the last two seasons ago. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> last season was it was in danger of cancellation they're like nope we're gonna do it for two right now have fun eat this motherfuckers <laughs> we're Disney and we love Marvel yeah which is out of control uh, if Marvel and Sony come to another agreement to make another Spider-Man movie J.K. Simmons sticks around as J. Jonah Jameson uh, it makes me happy man he's just perfect for it yeah I can't wait until the um, the contracts are all like said and done for that that whole deal because technically Tom Holland's finished for the contract that he signed. Uh, I think so. I Six think movies. Right. Um, and he's done, he's done civil two, war, infinite, two, two Avengers and then his own two. Yep. Six. So that's six. 
It's right there. So he's he's technically finished. But so. he he he's already said he wants to play Spider Man until he's an old man. Wait, that's five. Sure. No. No. Two, two, two Avengers, solos. his two, Avengers. two solos, and Civil War. Civil War. Oh, yeah, no. okay. Did no. he show up in something else? No. That's only five. I thought he made. Sh- he didn't show up in anything else. You're right. So he, yeah, <laughs> I think the next movie will be the uh, last. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's it. Um, <laughs> Sticking with that Spider-Man vibe, the creative team from Far From Home wants Kraven as the next villain. And they've talked about doing something a little different with him. Um, they've talked about making him from Wakanda. Yep. Um, I think that would make a shit ton of sense. Um, so I I think, I don't know if we've published, no, we have not. Uh, so I had I wrote a, actually maybe we did. I wrote an opinion piece about basically about stop making Avengers movies, and that was kind of one of my points. Start doing smaller team ups, mm-hmm. um, and like I think like a Spidey Black Panther team up would be fucking cool because uh, both those actors are great at what they do. Um, so speaking of the that whole Sony Marvel contract thing, so if Spider Man Far From Home doesn't make a billion dollars, Sony is allowed to break free of the Marvel Studios deal. So there's, Damn. but it's well on the way to a billion dollars. So thank God, that's not something we have to worry about. There's an uh, a really really informative YouTube video. Um, I can I can share on our page. Yes, and it goes through actually every single stipulation that Sony needs to meet in order to keep Spider Man. Um, and that uh-huh. was and that was one of them. Yeah, but there's like. 20 different things like they they have to have dailies like when they're when they're shooting a movie they have to have like certain amount of dailies um to present by like this amount of time they have to have a trailer by this amount of time and if they don't meet any one of these like little like seemingly minute criteria it's done marvel gets the rights back to spider-man well, I, I can only hope that that happens. Yeah, it's because they've it's they've done right nuts. by the character it's, so far. It's really nuts. So, so yeah, uh, Thor four is official. Yep. God, that's such an annoying thing to say. Thor four. Thor four. Yeah, tell me you're not the you're not the one saying it. Uh, <laughs> with uh, the uh, YTT um, Taika Taika YTT. Thank you. Uh, is returning to direct again and write. And right, yes. And it means he's pushing off a live action Akira that he was going to do. So I think that, I think it's actually for Warner Brothers. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so uh, fuck you, WB. You sons of bitches. A uh, couple other quick notes from Marvel Kevin. Uh, Marvel Kevin confirms the existence of a multiverse, citing Doctor Strange, even though we're all pretty sure that Mysterio is full of shit. Uh, and Marvel Kev also teased an evolution of the Kree-Scroll War. So that should be interesting. Uh, and interesting video game note, Spider-Man, the Spider-Man game mm-hmm. surpasses Arkham City as the bestseller in the United States. Yeah, bestseller for superhero that. games. First, yeah, yeah, for superhero games. So that, that's pretty much it there. So just a really quick what the fuck or whatever. Our favorite game. Not Fluffer Flurkin. Fuck that game. <laughs> You're just mad because you lost. <laughs> That's the favorite game of everybody, though. <laughs> Fluff or Flurkin. <laughs> uh, Doomsday Clock number 11 was pushed back to September. Shazam number 7 was pushed back 10 weeks, now affecting subsequent issues. And now Batman Superman number 1 has been pushed back two weeks. I referred you back to my original comment. Does DC actually put out any comics on time? So, the what the fuck or whatever. And, I, and there was a couple of Marvel like delays as well. I wanted to put a different spin on it. Is this a real problem in the comic book community with things not being released on time? Like, to an extent, I would say yes. I mean, you say you're going to deliver at a certain time and you're not. So you're going to lose faith with your customers. I mean, this doomsday clock thing. Just, I, I saw I saw it pop up and I just started giggling like, like I was sprayed in the face with Joker gas. Like I could not stop laughing about it. To tell you the truth, I am not so in tune with new releases for comic books, so it really doesn't make a difference for me. Y- yes, but you're reading Doomsday Clock on the app, and you're not going to get new stuff until 
next year. So the only well, way you're really true. going to be able to read it is if I bring you the, the actual physical true. copies. But also, they're... We they, have to do a show on that. Like, they, that's a problem for us. We've been pushing it off for months now. <laughs> yes. They, I, I, have they, to re, I have to reshuffle the schedule every time there's a delay. They are up to, like, issue 10, right? Like, that's out. Yeah, of 12. That should have finished I, no, up a I year th- ago. I don't think 10... I don't remember the last one I read. But either <laughs> and way, that's the problem. Either it way, it was supposed to be done like a year and a half ago. On the Sorry. app, it's only up to five. So where are the other ones? <laughs> that's what it's I'm not saying. Not like you don't have time. <laughs> like, look, they they slowly trickle things out. So that makes sense. They're not going to put brand new comics up on the app because then you have no reason to go to the comic book store and spend that money. But just Jesus Christ. What are they doing? Yeah. Like, I, I, you guys got to get together. Especially Doomsday Clock. Like, this is supposed to be Do I have to go into altering. my Rick and Morty rant again? <laughs> Jesse, do I have to do it? Please don't. Okay. Like, I'm not going to do it, guys. This is supposed to alter the universe and, you know, just... <laughs> just like Rick and Morty. Y'all don't fuck this up. And that's your news. Okay, so earlier we were talking about how... The DCU app is pretty much like, oh, I'm not gonna say the best, but among the people, the I've, that's the best. Among I'll the people I've talked to, you know, it's the best for reading comics. So one thank you that studio flow right now. Yeah. Uh, um, but there are a lot of great things about that app, despite how it rolled out. Um, the rollout was rough. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But you know what? That that's again to their credit that. It has been so incredible, yeah. despite that bumpy, bumpy, bumpy Very true. takeoff. Yeah. That first trailer we got, what was it, two Comic-Cons ago? The fuck Batman trailer? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> like, like in context, it wasn't as bad, but like, well, that's like your first impression. You don't get a second shot at a first impression. <laughs> You're just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 So, um... Going on that vein, uh, the DCU original shows have been pretty damn good. Yeah. Surprising the shit out of, like, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember doing a This Week in DC when Titans came out, and I was like, is this show good? <laughs> like, I was like, I don't, like, do I really like this this much? And I think the trend is basically continued as time yeah. is going on. Um. No matter how weird the show, it just <laughs> is fucking great. Uh, and I think that is the point in case with Doom Patrol. I agree. Um, I And I think it's going to be like the underdog of all of the shows that DCU comes out with. And they, they got some big names for that show, too. They I mean, you got really Brendan did. Fraser and Timothy Dalton like, and Alan amazing. Tudyk. Yes. Like, they got fucking 007. Yes. <laughs> and like, Nightcrawler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just so overall in this show, right? I thought it was super weird, very funny, yeah, and just ran together very very well. Like there there are so many moments where you just go, "What the fuck?" But it's not like a bad "What the fuck." It's like I want more of that, but what the fuck? But also at the same time that you're saying "What the fuck." Brendan. The characters are also saying what the Robo, fuck. Robo man, every other word. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. The fuck? Yeah, there's, there was a joke like, hey, uh, let's, like every time, it's the Doom Patrol drinking game. Every time Robot Man says what the fuck, take a shot. Just kidding. Don't do that. You'll die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite what the fuck though was, I think it was episode like three or four when they go to the Par- Paraguay. And they go into the facility. And they sit down in the theater. All of a sudden the curtains draw and like a puppet appears. And Brendan Fraser's like, the fuck? And then the more puppets appear, start doing stuff. He's like, the fuck? Yeah. That was when I officially lost it and when I fell in love with the show. All right. So, what do you guys think about the plot of the show? Oh, All nonsensical. Right. So, what what is the plot of the show, Mike? Do you want to describe this? So, can you describe this? I can try. It's not going to go well. So, it's a band of misfits brought together by one dude, aka the chief, uh, and. These people have nothing to do with each other. They have no in- inclination whatsoever of being heroes. And eventually they are united against Mr. Nobody. 
Um, all all brought throughout uh, different periods of time. Yes. By the way. Um, and it, it, hi, Jason Sue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite way to end those. It's, it's the uh, only way you can really describe the show. So, yeah, it's just there's so many moments. So uh, let's let's do some fun stuff. Let's talk about your favorite character. Who's your favorite character from Robot Man? <laughs> Going into it, you told me I was going to love Negative Man, and I liked him, but Robot Man. (laughs) See, I didn't know that his personality would have been, like, like great for you. Uh, But, yeah, okay, I'm happy happy with that. Man, I I really don't know. Um, I want to say, actually, Rita. You know, I thought she grew a lot. She was had the most growth in the entire and season. It that, was that's why I liked her the most. It it was it was great. Like that that's where the story really came together. They did a great job with character development on most of these characters, which they very metally pointed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, my favorite character is probably Mister Nobody. Yeah, because not only is he ham, great, yeah. Uh, but he narrates a lot of the show, oh, so good. and he's just—I'm sorry, Alan Tudyk just just <laughs> nails everything. And when it comes to nerd culture, and and this in particular, he just—you know what's crazy too is if you didn't tell me that was Alan Tudyk, I would have no idea. Yeah, like if if you just did like his voice that he does for like the narration, yeah, and not show his face at all. I would never know it was him. You never would have guessed. You never. Would've I would have never guessed it was Pirate Steve from Dodgeball. <laughs> I was just watching that movie. Steve the, other Steve day. the pirate. They are. There's a guy on our team that's dressed like a pirate. <laughs> you're not. You're not a pirate. Uh, so the uh, the the one complaint that I, I may have had may have been some of the visual effects. Like some of the visual really? effects from Mister Nobody, I at mean, times looked pretty good, but then other times I was just like, eh. I think my biggest complaint was that about halfway through the season, it just kind of started to drag a bit. Yeah, it lulls in the middle, and they expanded the season, which maybe where some of that filler material came yeah. from. But I where, think, where do you think it drug? Um, I think I really noticed it. On that Beard Hunter episode? Yeah, that one got weird. Yeah. Like, uh, that's like I, I not think, in the way that I liked it. So, no, I think up to that point, I had been thinking, like, this is starting to get a little repetitive. But, but the Beard Hunter episode is the one where they go into the underground. No, that's the episode before. Yeah. It was, it, well, I mean, they, it's the same episode inside. for different... Yeah, yeah but they're, I'm talking, about, closer I'm other, talking yeah. about the second one, though. Okay. Of that series. That's gotcha. when I noticed that I'm like, this show's kind of dragging a bit now. Yeah. Okay. But then it comes back, and and boy does it come back. From from at least did for me. Um, so, <laughs> so what was your your biggest what the fuck moment? Oh man, I I'll go first if you okay. want. Okay, okay, go ahead. It's the butts, dude. That was <laughs> it was hilarious because they just started freaking. It was the one guy that ran out. The butts, <laughs> the butts are loose. <laughs> like. So- what? And then you see all these fucking like like butts with hands, literally and, like, asses with <laughs> legs running towards you. It was it was one of those moments where I started laughing and I was like so confused and so happy. Like there's like a a just real clash of emotions and I just didn't know how to process it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my I wanted the- you to get to that because I wanted to talk about it with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> My what the fuck moment is has to do with like the very last episode, so I don't know if we're gonna go into spoilers in a little bit. So no, just, just spoilers now. Okay, giant cockroach and giant mouse, and then they start making out. Oh my out. god! <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> that was the last resort, and it's all narration. being narrated. By- yeah. Tunic. Oh my god. Actually, I'm staring at the screen like, what am I watching? It's like, why am I watching this? How did I make 13 episodes out of this? <laughs> but they, it's masterful. <laughs> like, the fact that it had me interested as long as it did for being so fucking weird. <laughs> I could not believe I was watching that. I'm sweating. I'm laughing so hard right yeah. now. Like, <laughs> just the butts. Just. <laughs> Like, there were a couple of, like, so the ant farm was a really cool locale. I thought because there was so much stuff going on um, and so many 
imprisoned metas, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what was there or who was there or what could have come out. We got Flex Mentale, which was pretty cool. Um, interesting character right there uh, and how they utilized him. He was one of my favorite characters, by the way. Uh, that part on Danny the Street where they he makes everybody work. Just, just Danny the Street that, in general. Danny the Street is the best. That was my favorite part. I d- it, it was like, great. One, one of my favorite where, parts. Where everybody's climaxing on the street. And they, <laughs> played, <laughs> and they played all by myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Cliff, you don't, you don't have... The right. Oh, <laughs> don't pity to, me. Oh, I didn't want to be left out. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, yeah. Everything involving D- Danny Street. Like when I, as soon as I heard they were doing anything to do with Danny Street, I got super excited because that character's always been fascinating to me. I um, never knew about it before. Uh, I'm also not a huge comic reader, <laughs> you know. Like as uh, as in depth. Like you know, I I never really knew about Doom Patrol before this show. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't read a whole lot of Doom Patrol. I knew about the characters, but I like, I didn't go in depth. Like, I I don't know anywhere near as much about Doom Patrol as I do, say, Justice League or Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Like, speaking of those, it was really cool how they tied in. Like, they they dropped names a lot throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, you know, they, oh, you're no Batman, or you know, oh, you're the Superman of this. Like, you know, but they're. Of, but they're, it's all exists in the same universe, which yeah. is why one of the reasons no, I yeah, love it, just great. The, these shows because they all piggyback off each other. Like, remember, we got introduced to Doom Patrol back in Titans. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's there's a relationship, um, and I'm also a little mad that we didn't get to see Cyborg and Beast Boy because they're pretty good friends right. on Teen Titans, and like you know you don't get that interaction. Um, maybe we'll see it down the road because you can cross over anything you want as long as it's not canceled. Fucking Swamp Thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was super fun to watch. What did you guys think about Cyborg uh, in, in the show? It was fine. I mean, I thought it was um, a really heartbreaking story arc. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I think they all are. Yeah, I don't think there's a single one of them that's like has like a okay. I feel good about where you came from. Like Rita, well, no, but Rita he, had done awful things to keep her status in Hollywood. Yeah, you know, Clint was fucking his nanny, and they show that in graphic detail early <laughs> on. I did not expect to see Brenda Fraser's ass. Then you even had Chief, who had a little bit of a tragic backstory. Of course, negative man. Like he was, he's like trying to be closeted in a period where it was not okay to be out. You know, fucking context. <laughs> uh, that relationship was actually very fun between between um, uh, Captain Trainer and uh, and the, the negative, negative force, spirit. Yeah. yeah. So like he just try just make him pass out at random times. Like, all right, see you later. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I just thought you know the, the the amount of tragedy, like the show was very heavy. While also maintaining like this like wild sense of levity, even Jane, man, oh, like I felt terrible for her at points. Yeah, I mean, you 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 know what's kind of happening with Jane, but you kind of don't at the same time. Yeah, uh, you know that all these personalities are kind of developed in order to protect the main person inside of Jane, which mm-hmm. is Kate. Yeah, the like. The girl, the who is girl, pretty, yeah. who is pretty much like defiled. Yeah, as a child. Yeah. It was. Uh, oh my god, that was awful. Yeah. That, was t- that part was like tough to watch. Yeah. Um, but man, like some of those pe- personalities were powerful as shit. Yep. Uh, and I think we right. talked about this before. Favorite personality. <sighs> I mean, how do you not love Hammerhead? I'm Hammerhead sorry, was I great. I do love Hammerhead. I, I like the Doctor the most. I like that. Do- I like. She's uh, great. Doctor Harrison was was um, her name. Um, it was just the way, like that. that the <laughs> I whole- love Karen. I'm sorry. I just love Karen. <laughs> oh, I wanted to punch Karen right she in the mouth because she was the worst. Yeah, <laughs> like, like she, like the the. I thought it was brilliant how they used. All these different power sets with each different personality. Yeah. Um, you know, there's one that's a fucking fire monster. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and you had um, uh, Blip. Uh, 
No, flit. 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 Yeah. teleporter. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I do like how she just randomly appeared. Everyone's like, that's enough, and just sends people away. It's great. <laughs> yep. And next thing you know, you're in Mexico, and you're like, uh, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I just thought they they did a really good job overall with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I'm pretty sure it's going to get a season two. I'm pretty sure it's probably going to announce it this week. It so what would you like to see? I don't even know for season two. Like, because I don't know how you top that. I, I, I don't I even know where don't. you go from here. I mean, well, I mean, it has to it probably has to do a lot with the chief's daughter, probably, um, because they they're building her up to be, in quotes, the most powerful. Yeah, you know, of the metas, I guess. Um, more of the same, really. Like, don't. Like do you can do serious stories, but don't take yourself too seriously. Please continue to be weird. Yeah, and please have Alan Tudyk narrate a lot. Yes, I think please. I think a lot of the show's levity has to do with its soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack was surprisingly good. It's very, it's extremely synth heavy, very goofy, almost almost like eighties, like buddy cop type of, but sci fi. Yeah. 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 It's it's just, it's out there. It's weird. It's weird which really fits the show. Yeah. And it makes those weird moments where you could be like, "Oh my god, what the, what?" what? Like the, and then you're like, "Oh, well, this music is just and it's like, "Oh, okay. It's supposed to be a little bit funny." You know, so it just it 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 does add a lot of levity. Yeah, to I, to the situation, and I mean, I like the episodes where I actually felt almost a little disoriented. Like yeah. the one episode, I don't know if it was the last episode or the second or last, where they're replaying the same oh, moments yeah. over and over. It's, it's like, second last. I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And then they pull the curtain back, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Because like the way the episode before that ended, it was like almost didn't make any sense well yeah because because you don't have mentallo yeah in there and you're like well <laughs> i'm sorry a year, a year later where where is he you know in the mansion and he's just nowhere and that uh, that was kind of the first tip off for me like something is not right here because he was on danny you know danny the street <laughs> making everybody climax exactly and then you know <laughs> they go into the white space and then there's just no more mentallo yeah, so I just, I thought it was, oh man, like so creative. Like it could have been that. Like if all the shows so far, that one had the most potential to fail. Yeah, yeah, and it did not. It just did not. I was very happy with that. I really would have liked to see more of Rita. Um, yeah, I could see in terms that. of like using her powers. Like knowing how to use her powers yes. instead of her powers kind of happening to her. Yeah. Well, there there were a few moments where she was just like, nope, stretched out her arm. Yeah. And you know, it was per- she was perfectly fine, but that was like far and few between. I did love that first episode. Few and far between. Yeah. <laughs> I do uh, it all the time. <laughs> few and far between. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did love like that first episode where they go into town. And she loses, she just fucking completely loses control, <laughs> oh, yeah. and like destroys the entire town. Like it shows how dangerous, like these powers are. Yep. Like, but also at the same time, what the fuck is going on here? I also want to know what that is that she ingested. Yeah. You know, because they never talk about it. It's like, how do you like? Because, spoiler, the chief has orchestrated literally fucking everything that happened to everybody. Right? Um, Manipulative bitch. So what is it that was in that water? And what did she, like, what did she ingest? Like, how did you know it was going to do that to her? So. So it did, maybe a lot of this stuff came from the Department of Normal. Yeah. Like, like, hey, let's see what the hell we can get out of this. I guess, but he, but it, it really seems like he's the one who was in charge of like that thing for a while, <laughs> you know? Yeah. At least at that time. So I don't think there would have been anybody to be like, this might offer immortality to a person, you know? This is the method of science that we like to call throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> oh, there was a lot of that. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. The butts. Oh my god. The butts. What is that? Why is it even possible? So wait. How does that work scientifically? So wait. Do, do they eat through there and then not eat through there? You're thinking about this way too I much. I know. It's just it's in my brain now, and I, I'll never unsee it. The one. The one person opened a Forsyth. The uh, one of the doors. Are you talking he, about the he, door with all the eyes? He yes. Yeah. Was that them? No. That was not them, and they Ooh. never talked about it. Okay, that was driving me crazy. It was. It was making me crazy because <laughs> if <laughs> if you go back and watch the episode with the butts, you'll notice that their eyes are not the same. <laughs> I rewound it a couple of times because I could not stop laughing. Okay, and I was concerned I was missing critical dialogue. Yeah, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do you think, what was like the saddest moment? Oh man, there were, there were a bunch. Because uh, we're talking about a show with tragic figures. So I would. Like everybody is a tragedy. <laughs> I would almost, I don't know, fatherhood's changed me a little bit. So I'm going to go with Clint being in the same room as his daughter, but not being able to tell her mm. that. You know he's he's her dad while she mourns a father figure. Yeah, like he knows he could he could have done something for her, but does not. I mean, he goes and then fucking punches the shit out of <laughs> an alligator, giant yeah alligator croc. I don't even know what the hell it was, but you know it's super different. You know, yeah, um, yeah. That, that was pretty that was pretty heart wrenching to watch, especially like since he'd been struggling with it all season up until that point. Right. Um, so there was that one scene, I think it was the first time, um, that trainer goes to Danny, uh, where he basically breaks out into this like big musical (laughs) number. And at the end, like all of a sudden all the lights and stuff just go out and stuff. And he's just like sitting there alone at the table, just like thinking, why can't I do that? Basically. And that, as soon as that, that scene ended, I'm like, that was depressing actually. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like there's a lot of times where I felt bad for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if if that's what closeted people go through, God, just I'm sorry, <laughs> that's terrible, and I feel bad, and you shouldn't have to hide yourself like that. So for me, the most tragic moment um, probably had to come from Flex Mentallo. Oh yeah, I don't know if it was because I'm still suffering from. You know, Infinity War PTSD. Could have been. Uh, but essentially, Flex Mentallo is a person from the 60s, gets locked away, also never describes his immortality either. <laughs> um, just another side topic. Um, so he's from the 60s. In 2019, he resurfaces because they he gets broken out of his prison. Um, Doom Patrol needs him. And they find his wife, who he was taken from in the 60s. She's now an old woman. He's the same age. Um, So they rejoin, and part of something that the ant farm, um, or the Bureau of Normalcy, did to her... Sons of bitches. ...was they put this, you know, whatever booby trap inside of her. So if she ever meets back up with Flex again and realizes that it's actually him and she starts remembering, she literally starts to disintegrate. And, you know, uh, Flex and her meet up again, he rejogs her memory, and in his arms, she just deteriorates. Dude, that was that was heart-wrenching to watch. Yeah. It really, really was. Because she's just asking for help. She's like, please don't let this happen. Like, you know, we just... We just got this back. He just wants his wife. Yeah. That's it. Yep. And I love how they how they were able to weave Flex into the story. Um, like with Negative Man earlier. And the yeah. negative the negative spirit, like like they were gonna break out. Right. And then just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And yep. like like you thought he was gonna have a real chance at it and then he doesn't get that chance and at all. Sixty years later. Yeah, he's still sitting there. <laughs> he's just watching TV. Like in a cell, scraggly ass beard. Yep, it's fantastic. But yeah, that was the most tragic moment for me. Yeah, uh, not to end on a downer, but uh, that's pretty much. 
So yeah. I I have to add that one of my most favorite parts though comes from Baphomet. Wait, what? The the oracle, like the horse, oh. the horse head. Oh. <laughs> oh wait, hang on. Can we uh, can we talk about the goat for a second? Early yeah. on, <laughs> the like the second episode. Yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah, just. I, I was like, uh, why? How did this goat eat an entire town? Interdimensional portal. And uh, Mr. Nobody. Interdimensional uh. stuff. Let's talk about the thing we actually talked about during one of our cuts just now. Dinosaur mineral vegetable man. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of like episode four, when they go to like this metahuman production facility, essentially. Yeah, it's in like run by a, yeah, a, a Nazi doctor. Yeah. So it's basically, trip. it turns into like this big like uh, resort sort of thing where like these super rich people can come and like get superpowers, essentially. Um, so eventually the Doom Patrol shows up. They stop it. They shut it all down. But the very last scene of the episode, you see this guy that you had seen earlier in the episode coming to get treatment just pop out of his little containment unit. And he's just like, guys, I was in there for a little too long. And he's got a velociraptor head, some diamonds growing out of his shoulder, <laughs> a, like a celery stalk for a leg. And then he just keeps popping up throughout the entire series. Just no sense. Like a bank robbery. <laughs> yes. And then the trial for the bank robbery. Yes. He turned against the velociraptor head. <laughs> And then the velociraptor head tries to, like, like bite, bite him <laughs> during like, the robbery. These small little asides here and there that if you were paying attention, they were just so stupid, but... Uh, like, they, they just... It was masterful, man. I'm It was sorry. almost like every every other time, like, a TV was involved in the show, it he was, was like... It was a news report about him. Yes. Uh, um, overall, the show is fucking ridiculous. It really is. <laughs> like Very well written. We it should not have worked as no. well as it did yeah. at have. all, but it just it's an absolute home run. Looking back, I'm not even sure if it did work or if I'm just like so confused about what happened. I was just like, no, that was good. No, you enjoyed the ride. I'm sure. <laughs> I might go watch it again. I I really that kind of want to. I really do. Um, I I really I really hope they find a way to start crossing other stuff over with it. Because yeah, just like, focus on yourself first. No, if no, no. If there's a but, problem that DC has, it's crossing things over. Uh, no, but see, <laughs> now they, that they've they established too early, it. Like, it's, it's actually established now. Like, I'd like to see them kind of run into the Titans. Yeah, like, or at least a couple of them, like an offshoot. Well, I guess episode. at least with Cyborg, they have the end. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just you know, it, it's it's so fun. I would if you don't already have DC Universe streaming. I would highly recommend it, at least just for that show. I mean, for other stuff, too. I mean, Titans is good, too. Titans but... is good, too. Young Justice, of course. Swamp Thing. If you like horror, man, you're probably going to like this show. This is so no sad. No how short-lived it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm only a few episodes left. I have to watch today's and then put out This Week in DC. But, man, it was super fun. Super, super fun. So, listen, if you can go in on the app with, like, five friends pay $20 for a year then you're assuming I have five friends true five family members cousins even at five it's even cheaper than 20 bucks for the year how much is it for the year I thought it was 80 it's 80 for the year yeah so 20 times 5 is 100 is 100 so you have 20 extra bucks to pocket for yourself I mean, or you could just split it the seventeen a piece that it is. Yeah, <laughs> or you could do that. I'm not great at math, folks. I just, I just think it would be worth it. Like you just, you'll be able to enjoy it. It's, a, it's, it's good content all around, especially this. Like this is, I think this show will factor heavily into the twisties this year, at least <laughs> yeah. for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Some, but I, I have to say, is probably one of the most well acted. Things I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and that and that's it. Feels weird coming from a show that was nonsense, <laughs> and that most people didn't know anything about. Yeah, it's just yeah, and like you said, the the actors that they got just some big names in this thing. This, I, yeah. I was watching the credits on the very first episode, and I was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. You got Timothy Dalton for this? Wait, what? And you know, uh, the girl who's who was Jean was the voice for Jessica Cruz in that one uh, animated feature we, we watched. We oh, talked yeah? about that, right? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they're not afraid to keep working with actors and clearly it worked out. Yeah, man. 
Well, I think there's a lot more to dive into this show than we have in this uh, segment here. Uh, so if you guys want to know more about like each individual story, we can talk about it. But honestly, we wouldn't do it justice. There's just so much to each character. There really is like the the whole show is a character driven story. So having said that, please just fuck off. Go watch the show. We're not going to tell now you he's about insulting it. Insulting the audience. Uh, he, he he's he's embodying Cliff, the spirit of Cliff. Yeah. Listen. I don't what want, the fuck? I don't want to get fucked. I don't want my body get it fu- to get fucked. I don't. I want to have my soul unfucked. Um, just go watch a show. Ah, uh, yeah. So anyway, I would highly recommend watching Doom Patrol. Um, getting that DCU app, and uh, yeah, I hope you guys have as fun a time watching as we did. Honestly, really do. So, um, with that, I think that's it for tonight. Um, yeah, next time we'll hop into San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, stuff. my phone's been been uh, alerts have been going crazy, so uh, that'll be fun. And I think I want to go back and do Spider Geddon, uh, that event from last year. That'd be cool. Yeah, uh, and actually, if you have bit. the Marvel Unlimited app, uh, they've been advertising that you know, just read all the way through it. You know, they they have everything lined up for you. Sometimes, um, sometimes. <laughs> I've personally I've experienced some woes on that app where it kind of fucks you over and it puts things out of order. Uh, kind of frustrating. So be sure when you're reading through it just to make sure everything's actually in numeric order, uh, chronological. But whatever. Um, yeah, have fun reading that. Anyway, till next week. I'm Sam. I'm Mike, and I'm Jesse. Guys, be sure to check out the website, all of our social media. Um, Sochmeds. 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 Yeah. What are we? What is this? Like the Soches and the. What is it? Soches and the uh, Greasers. Thanks remember? for listening to the podcast, guys. Okay. <laughs> this is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week, everybody stay twisted. I'm <laughs> All right. We all said our name. <laughs> we did. We can do it again if you'd like. Sorry. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it again. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us this week. My name's Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Everybody, stay twisted. Literally, like the socias, the greasers. <laughs>